When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team Ready. Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is. So they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready. Welcome to MLB Daily, your one-stop shop for daily baseball content. I am LJ LaFura. Alongside me, we've got Brandon Karam, and we are a Belly Up Sports podcast. We are what they aren't. Brandon, I'm feeling energized after hearing, after both last night's game, as well as hearing the recording in progress come from your Zoom. This is the first time you've been the uh, host of the Zoom in a while. I missed hearing that on the other end when I kicked off these shows, but how are you doing? LJ, doing good. We'll jump right into it as LJ is a little strapped for time, and I am also a little strapped for time due to the college grind, as it is. Um, Last night, we had Game 3 of the 2022 World Series. It was Ranger Suarez taking on Lance McCullers Jr., and not much really to talk about here. Bryce Harper, absolute moonshot in the first inning, puts... The Phillies up 2-0, Bohm homers in the second, Marsh homers in the second, Schwarber homers in the fifth, Hoskins homers in the fifth. That is five home runs off of Lance McCullers last night, the most given up by a pitcher in World Series history in one game. Phillies win 7-0, Ranger Suarez looked absolutely dominant, Astros could not touch him, or really the rest of the Phillies bullpen. Um, and the Phillies win 7-0. It go up two games to one with game four and five in Philadelphia tonight, which is Wednesday, tomorrow, which is Thursday. Should this should the Astros win one of these, we'll be going back to Houston on Saturday and Sunday for game six and seven. LJ, I'm assuming you don't have much more to say about this game other than Holy crap, the Phillies. I mean, what an offensive showcase it was. You know, we've been talking about how great an environment, and it, first off, an NLCS, an, or an NLDS, then an NLCS would be, but always, like, you know, how cool would it be, like, how fired up would the city of Philadelphia be to have a World Series game hosted there? And 
we were always saying, yeah, it's going to be electric. I didn't expect it to push the team as much as it did because I think it was a, both sides really, you know, extended the play, bettered the play of the other. And that's what made this so great. You know, the fan base was already rocking in that first inning from the first pitch. And then, of course, Harper, first pitch he sees in a home world series game. He takes yard and he he I he took that more than yard. It wasn't the biggest home run of the year. I think Kyle Schwarber has both of those for the cut the top two spots for that in terms of the playoffs. But um it was pretty hard. It was pretty big. It was pretty long. Um is really what I'm looking for here in terms of distance, in terms of flash and flair with it. And what a great way to start off this game. You you know, immediate payoff for the fans. The fans keep the bats going. The fans keep Ranger Suarez going. Cannot understate how amazing a performance this was from Ranger Suarez. A Ranger Suarez who has to be the... Ooh. Actually, that's a fair question. And I've got I've got only one more point after this. Um, I only have one more point. Uh, point after this is Ranger Suarez the MV World Series MVP frontrunner right now? No. Conversation has to be between Bryce Harper hitting 382, 123 um, OPS in 1.232 OPS in the postseason, but Ranger Suarez 123 ERA, three hits in his first start, two wins. I, I forgot he got the wait. Did he got the win in the? He came in right. No, not. Is that for the playoffs? Uh, oh, that is for the playoffs. I'm sorry, but still, that great postseason, that great um relief stint in game one. You were um, looking at. I was looking want, at postseason. If you want to know what Las Vegas has the odds at. Bryce Harper at about 1.6 to 1, so plus 160. Schwarber at plus 650. Ranger Suarez at, honestly, right now, 45 to 1 odds I'm seeing. Um, if he if this goes seven games and he ends up being the starter for game six or game seven and gets a win, he has a legitimate chance. So LJ's got a point there. I think that um, this is a really, really good bet. Also, I'm seeing the the most likely scenario, according to Las Vegas, is that this goes to seven games. Um, I disagree with that. Uh, I mean, who knows, though? We will certainly get more into that after today um, when we have a little more clarity on what's going on. But, yeah, I mean, what a game. LJ's absolutely right. The crowd just carried Philly through that game, and tonight they will have to carry – their guy, Aaron Nola, um, against Christian Javier, both who um, are just lights-out pitchers and super fun to watch. I think we're going to get a lower-scoring one tonight. Um, still should be a fantastic game. Yeah, it's going to be great, but let's jump back to this game real quick. Um, Lance McCullers was the next thing I wanted to say here. Look, this wasn't – this was a pretty terrible start, but – I respect the fact that he owned up to it. 
you know, I think he had his about a about as good a post game presser that you could have asked for out of the guy after giving up five home runs and seven earned. Overall, I it was a respectable performance in that regard. The other thing, and I'm not sure if you saw this, but it looked like he was tipping his pitches last night pretty bad. A have lot of people that? said that. And then um, I saw a John Boy breakdown, and he showed three separate windups from him. Looked kind of identical. So, you know, Harper saw something because he went over to Alec Bohm after his home run and said, yeah. hey, I got something. But other than that, I really – I saw, like, a few things, but I don't really think he was tipping his pitches, more just leaving – hanging breaking balls over the middle of the plate. What I saw was – if you look at the cur- the fastball and then look at the curveball, the le- it was in the leg kick. Mm, okay. For some reason, on the breaking balls, he was bringing his leg up significantly more. Like to the point where, where it was like it was almost a 90-degree angle on the fastball. And then the breaking ball, he was up like five-ish. I don't, I don't know how to – yeah, probably 5% more. So it was like a legitimate angle to his leg. That I think there might have been something there. Of course, that's something you know fixable for next year. But that's a tough thing. To, that's a tough thing to either start in the World Series or to finally get caught for in the World Series. Yeah, uh, absolutely. Well, LJ, we have three managers that got hired. Three teams fill their manager of vacancies. We will go through these somewhat quick because I don't have a lot of thoughts on them to be honest um we'll start with miami as that was the most or that's the oldest news the marlins hired skip schumacher as their manager he was the cardinals bench coach um you know schumacher 43 years old you've heard his name before because because he had a pretty long uh tenure in the bigs as a player cardinals dodgers reds i think at the end of his career um and you know he was only in the bench coach spot for one year with the cardinals because remember Ali Marmel who took the reins as the cardinals manager this year was the bench coach in 2021 so Schumacher fills that spot um for 2022 for the cardinals and now has got himself a job with the marlins uh, you know, a manager alone is not going to turn the Marlins into a champion. But culture-wise, I think it's fair to say, I think that this is a good move. Not that Don Mattingly hurt the culture there at all, because I think he was actually a big help to it. But they just wanted a change, and I see no problem with Skip Schumacher here. No, and really, what are you getting with this guy? You're getting exactly what they have in St. Louis, theoretically. That's what you're making this move with that intention. And what do they have in St. Louis? What has changed in St. Louis? They clearly wanted to go with some different form of analytics or more analytics than a guy like Mike Schilt wanted to be a part of. And that's fair on both sides. Um, It's all based on how you want to run a team. And that's what you've gotten here with this season's construction. And I would almost say that this team, yes, this team is most certainly better than the team that Mike Schilt put together. That's not to say his approach wasn't good, 
but and jet and you know genuinely i think actually the mike schilt team had a way better chance of getting to the world series than this one did um in 2021 but you look at some of the stuff that's happened here of course i think tommy edmund has been utilized worlds better this year than he was last year you get production good enough production out of guys like lars newt bar um out of guys like dylan carlson you know, getting getting him where he needed to be. Tyler O'Neill, you weren't seeing, expecting to struggle so much, but still got something out of him. They were able to get something out of every spot in the lineup this year, which is terrific. And then, of for course... For war but, from, from, from uh, Brendan Donovan, who was a rookie. For war from Brendan Donovan. How about, gee, I don't know, the guy that I feel stupid for forgetting about. Um... Mr. Albert Pujols, you know, yeah, being able to get that production, that ridiculous, almost insane production they got out of him this year from a platoon hitter. Like, there's very few guys in the league who can platoon and be as effective as Pujols was this year. That that's ultimately comes down to whatever this new team philosophy that the front office wanted to go for is compared to what they were doing now. That's where you get it. That's where you get a bullpen where you have, I think, I think this year you were three deep with great guys and you're probably next year going to be back to four deep with great guys and you utilized them well. You had a very strong, very healthy rotation throughout the year. So you're getting whatever this, whatever they did this year, I think long-term and for the regular season is a hundred percent the right way to go about consistent success. That's what Miami's looking to develop here, especially seeing they don't have those, major stars they could use somebody who can get the most out of what they have well on to our next manager and we're going to go to kansas city and probably the manager move that i think is most interesting um outside of bruce bochi going to the rangers this offseason is matt quattraro uh will be hired as the royals new manager this is the Rays bench coach or the ex Rays bench bench coach, uh, three year contract with a club option for 2026. He's 49 years old. Um, easily the most sought after a manager this offseason, at least that we've heard about. Marlins, Mets, A's, Pirates, Tigers, and Giants all um, talk to him regarding some kind of position in their organization um and you know they end up going with um or i'm sorry this is in a recent years where these teams have have brought him in to try to uh be the man be a manager um and you know when you come from a club like tampa bay who is so analytically driven who does more with less compared to every other team to be able to go out and get this guy, um, I think is a great get for the Royals, who, sure, they've had six straight losing seasons. I totally get that. But there is some legitimate talent on this team that I think can really be a utilized. LJ, you have Bobby Witt Jr., who we're not, we're not even, we kind of glossed over, had a 20 30 season this year, 20 homers, 30 stolen bases. You have Vinny Pasquantino, who... Hey, excuse me. Are you forgetting something? Am I? Disrespecting this man. 
That six foot four, two hundred and forty five pound Vinny Pasquantino. Six foot four, two hundred forty five pound Vinny Pasquantino, who is a legitimate player in less than three hundred plate appearances. You're talking ten homers, uh, slugging percentage of four fifty on base, nearing the four hundred mark. He's a legit hitter. He's only twenty five. You have Drew Waters, who you just got from Atlanta at the trade deadline, who some think he could be. Um, a productive young player. Salvador Perez is still a really, really good hitter um, and will and will get you the, your your slugging percentage up. And a guy that I'm really fond on is MJ Melendez, who, you know, did his fair share of hitting in uh, 2022. Past that, the rotation, Brady Singer was only, I'd say, a top 15 starter in the American League this year. And I'd be willing to make an argument that he might have even been better than that. Super underrated in the 24 games he started. Um, and there's just a lot of young talent on this team that you have to work with. Yeah, is the ownership the greatest? Not necessarily. But you're bringing such a smart mind in here that I, I think that I'm most optimistic and I'm really interested to see what he can do with this team regarding the culture, regarding some of the moves here. They didn't fire their GM. So, you know, there's still going to be some of this very similar framework in terms of how the roster is built and, you know, how um, lineups are constructed. But you have a new mind in there who is used to not having the greatest talent um, on paper on his roster. And, you know, in an AL Central where it seemed like everyone except for the Guardians was going backwards at some point this year, um, you know, I I I want to buy into the Royals simply because of this guy now. Yeah, I think that's definitely fair. Interesting. I mean, Kevin Cash is t- like top guy. Uh, I mean, I just I just want to buy into try and buy into that a little. Yeah, especially again. I don't. I don't know though. It's like you know, does this fit the mode for Kansas City? Because I don't know. I've always had faith that Kansas City will spend what they they already have spent what they reasonably could at points. Is this a sign that they're like? Is this a sign bringing a um? Tampa guy because everyone but LA that's brought a Tampa guy in has immediately tried to cut as much payroll as possible as part of that. And that's not to say the jet the you know that's not to say front office stuff's going to change or the front office strategy is going to change because of the coach. But maybe you're bringing the coach in because of a changed front office philosophy, and that just would go you know so wholly against what we've always pictured Kansas City to be, which is to be this you know fan base first organization um yeah so i'm just not i i'll be as optimistic as i am i'm optimistic in terms of him being able to bring the team success i'm just worried about what other underlying effects this move is also pointing towards well the move that i am still pretty uh, baffled by but then again I, I remember who the owner of this club is um chicago white Sox will hire pedro griff griefel um as their new manager he was 
the Royals bench coach. So bench coach of a team that has had little success. Interesting. Um, yeah, I mean, I, you know, Tony LaRusso retires. And, you know, you interviewed the Yankees bench coach, Carlos Mendoza. You interviewed Joe Espada, who's the Astros bench coach. You even, I believe if I read it right, you brought in Ozzie Guillen to potentially have his second stint as a manager for your club. And you kind of go with a guy and you're putting him into a difficult situation because with the way the White Sox payroll is right now, you're kind of at a win now mode. No, I mean, $150 million payroll in a division that a lot of people were picking the White Sox to win this year just seems, I don't know this. I, I, I hope that this guy, uh, Pedro Griefel is, is good and smart. I'm sure he's a very intellectual baseball mind, but I don't know. I feel like there was some better options out there. If you're talking to the Yankees, bench coach the Astros bench coach it's just it's 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 an interesting move LJ well maybe just maybe we're also not you know kind of ignoring the name that I thought for sure I felt confident in this guy getting a job and now you know we're as we're seeing these positions get filled how many are left I'm I'm blanking not is there any I didn't want to say there was none left but I'm not 100% sure not sure. Let me let me fact check that while you continue. Either way, where's Ron Washington? Yeah. Like this, we're talking about a guy managed 1,200 games in the majors, has an above 500 record through 1,200 games with the Rangers, won two AL pennants. Unless this is his choice, which I've, I have not heard anything to – necessarily say that this is his choice to not be a manager anymore i certainly have i've not heard that anywhere that he doesn't want to be i don't know how you don't bring this guy in because uh there is no manager spots left uh, all how, did, how did nobody get bring this guy in brandon this is the last thing i'm going to say before i leave you to the rest of the show but how do you not bring this guy in i'm looking at him i'm looking at his record and i see success what I would call success as a manager with only three losing seasons and of the other five, four of them were 90 win seasons. And then you look at what he's done as a coach. I mean, this is the guy that the Braves have largely pointed to and said, this is the man who's worked with our infield the most. And who do you have in that infield? You have arguably the best infield in the league who have, you know, that's why I was so adamant on um, Los Angeles looking and actively trying to get Ron Washington in there because he would have looked he would have worked great I think with Jared Walsh, Tony Rendon, um, who am I forgetting? David Fletcher. Uh, that's that over there. I think is a solid when healthy when put together, a solid enough lot infield that could be much better. So. You know, I see this as a missed opportunity for a lot of teams having this whole situation happen, missing out on this guy. Well, but the Red, of course, would be very happy to have him. LJ, the good thing is I don't have anything else for today's show. 
Thank you for oh, listening. Wow. Check us out Instagram, Twitter, TikTok at MLB Daily Pod, and we will see you. See you manana. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino style games to choose from, you too could win life changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to chumbacasino.com and give them a world. That's chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary, void, or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. 